Okay, hello everybody and welcome to the 15th episode of Spiked, the OTL football podcast. I'm Jack Brittle. I'm joined as always by my co-host Robert Vona. How are you doing, Robert? How are you feeling today? How am I feeling? Building off of last week's jovial, uh, I'm going with genial this week. We're keeping mm. the eel and the I. Yeah, very similar word. Yeah. We're, we're does it start with does it start with G? So G-E-N-I-A-L. It's uh okay. origin of Latin. Uh, mm. it means friendly and cheerful. So that's a go. perfect description. Perfect description. Just friendly and cheerful on this brisk Thursday afternoon. If you ever ask anybody, how would you describe Rob in one word? They'd all say genial. Genial. There you go. All your problems <laughs> are solved. Yeah. So um, we have a lot to discuss this week. A lot. Uh, a lot of great games happened last week, but also a lot of uh, big moves around the NFL. A lot of big signings and stuff going on. Um, yeah, just, I mean, it's just, just crazy as always. It's a crazy league. Um, but we're going to start off talking about, uh, I mean, last week we touched on how Rob kind of made a a really bad hot take that was like, like it was so bad that it went to cold because (laughs) yeah, like it was, it was just dead, dead on arrival. Oh yeah. Um, that he said the, um, you said the Eagles were going to beat the, no, you said the, the Lions, Lions were going to beat the Eagles, beat the Eagles yeah. and they they were down 40 after three quarters. So. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. Last, but one that you made, I think you said this I think on... I did it with Fed and Nate. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I said Dallas would not lose a game at home this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I I even said that that was possible. So I was yeah. kind of behind you on this one. Yeah, some people were questioning whether it was a hot take or not. Mm. Um, <laughs> Apparently it was because Dallas lost. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Apparently it was a hot take because uh, they lost at home against Denver. Um, So another, another one of my hot takes is going to fail, but this isn't going to stop me. This is only going to fuel me to make more hot, to release more hot takes to spiked nation. So Mm -hmm. say what you want. This is the beginning of more hot takes. One of these times, it's gonna you're gonna be it's right. gonna pull through and nobody's gonna ever hear the end of it. Yeah. So it's it's just this just how it goes. They're hot take like I said, they're hot takes for a reason. If they yeah. if, if a take went through every week, it wouldn't be a hot take, it would just be a take, a, exactly. a room temperature, a lukewarm take, not a hot take. And those aren't allowed on the show. Those aren't allowed. Hot takes only. I'm wearing a shirt right now that says hot takes only. <laughs> so you are. Yeah. But yeah, and well, no uh, one can see us, so you know they can't prove you wrong. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, yes. who would who would have expected? I mean, I don't think anybody would have picked the Broncos to beat the Cowboys this week at home. Like, no, this this was a shocker. Yeah, not not the biggest shocker this week, but a shocker nonetheless. I mean, um, yeah, like I just I I have to say I didn't watch the game. I don't know if you saw any of it. Uh, I saw a little bit of it, and it just just kind of looked like Denver's defense really stepped up. Um, mm-hmm. I saw some guy make a comment saying like, "Oh, maybe Von Miller was the problem all along," mm-hmm. but obviously he was being sarcastic. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, Denver's defense just stepped up, and it looked like this was like the first time this year that Dallas was like stifled, like they just had no answer, and they really couldn't get anything going. Mind yeah. you, there were a few dropped passes, so mm-hmm. I'll say that, but. 
Um, I really, I don't think there's any cause for concern. It was just, it was, it wasn't the fact that Dallas played bad. It was more so the fact that, that Denver played that much better. Yeah. And honestly, like if I'm a Cowboys fan, I think this is a learning experience, you know, mm. you can't take any teams lightly at home on the road. Um, and if they're going to be like a contender, like a lot of people are saying they are, this is just the part of the road, really. It's a test. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, yeah, they were down at, they were down like 30, nothing in the fourth quarter, which is, which is crazy. Um, And then they kind of, they scored in like pretty much garbage time. Um, Yeah. I mean, um, Zeke only had 10 carries for 51 yards. So, I mean, that kind of tells you that Denver was not letting them run the ball. Um, As far as receiving, yeah, I mean, not much to not much to speak of. Uh, there was um, there was I think there was two fumbles by uh, Dallas players too, so that obviously didn't help. Um, so yeah, like you said, just kind of proves that um, Denver was just stepping up, and uh, yeah, I, I think this is definitely more like like you said, a case of. Um, Denver just Denver's just playing good than Dallas playing that bad. Yeah. But definitely, I mean, definitely a surprise. Um, but I mean, I feel like Dallas is pretty safe in this uh in the in the NFC uh NFC East at this point. Yeah. So I I, I again I mean maybe we should uh we should have talked to Fed, our our resident yeah. Cowboys <laughs> fan on OTL, but um if I was a Cowboys fan, I wouldn't be that worried. Me neither. Like I said, I think this is just a learning experience. And, you know, sometimes it's good for the team to experience uh, some adversity. So they come out that much stronger in the future. Yeah. So I wouldn't be too worried. Yeah. Uh, moving on to another game uh, this week. And um, this one was, as you said, a kind of a come from behind win. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, man, they just keep impressing week after week um i I don't know what else can be said i mean there was a post i saw on instagram where it was all these you know the 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 score of all these different games where baltimore was trailing like late in the game and all of them ended up as wins um you know because lamar engineered uh you know a game-winning drive to, to to seal it so yet again yeah I mean, just yeah. I mean, I don't know what what else to say. I mean, Lamar has just. I, I think this is probably his overall best season because I mean, you know, when he won MVP, it was like, I think it was pretty. He was pretty heavy on the run, but I I think that he's really evolving into a good pocket passer. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really think that Baltimore. I say this like every year about Baltimore. It feels like, but. I I'm always throwing them in contention for to win a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. um, just because I think their defense alone is solid, mind you. Yeah, they did give up 30 points this week, so that's not going to look too good. But I just feel like every year, like their coaching is good enough, and they're just they always compete. Like you'll never yeah. really see them roll over and, and give up. Um, and with the way the AFC is this year, I do think that. They're one of the best teams. I'd say top three in the AFC, right mm-hmm. up there with uh, Buffalo and and Tennessee. 
because the AFC West, as good as, I mean, I know, I know the Raiders are in first place, but I, I don't think they're really up to par with the Ravens, even though they did beat them this year. So that doesn't look too good, but. Um, another hot take. Another hot take. What, what do you think? I mean, yeah, I like, I, I would definitely think that they have to be in contention because um, like you said, you know, I, not just through, not just through defense, because I think they proved this this past week that even if their defense plays kind of poorly, that um, you know Lamar and the offense can kind of bail them out of it. Um, if you look at their their upcoming schedule, um, let me see here. So they got the well, the, okay, they're playing tonight. Uh, they play the Dolphins tonight. Um, I think that's obviously should be a very winnable game. Um, then they have the bears, which we'll talk about the bears a little later, but I still think they're, you know, they're still definitely rebuilding right now. Um, I mean, they've been kind of rebuilding for like (laughs) ever. (laughs) Yeah. Forever. But, um, since like 1986, but, uh, then they play the Brown, they got, they play the Browns twice. So, I mean, those will be tough games, but winnable. Um, they got the Steelers twice, Bengals, Packers, Rams. So, I mean, they, they do have some tough games coming up. Um, but, you know, they proved that they can dig themselves out of holes and, and they've come back from a lot of deficits. Um, so, you know, they're, they're used to kind of having adversity. Um, yeah, I mean, just, just very impressed with what we're seeing right now from the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Um, transitioning from one of one good team in the AFC to another good, good team in the AFC um, Buffalo bills, the biggest surprise of the week mm. lost to Jacksonville by a score of nine to six. <laughs> um, no touchdowns were scored and Josh Allen took down Josh Allen. Yes, this was the Josh Allen Bowl. The Josh Allen, yeah, the Josh Allen Bowl and Josh Allen came out on top. Yeah. Um, This was absolutely wild. I remember looking at the score and I'm thinking, like, is this, am I I seeing this right? Um, (laughs) Yeah, no no touchdowns were scored. And Jacksonville takes down the team that was a game away from going to the Super Bowl last year. And Super Bowl hopefuls this year, they took them down by three points. Uh, do you think that this is a cause for concern for Buffalo or is this drum roll, please the Manning cast curse? You know, this is an audio podcast and so nobody can see me right now, but if you could, I have a, a, a very large grin on my face talking <laughs> about this game because, uh, you know, uh, this, the, the Buffalo bills fall to, um, five and three, right. I believe is that the yep. record. And yep, and the the New England Patriots are sitting there at five and four. Hmm. Hmm. So, uh, you know, I mean, obviously, as a Patriots fan, this was a great result because if you know the doors, the, the they're leaving the door open. You know, for just for like Bruno the, Mars said, leave the door open. Exactly. Um. You know. Yeah, I mean, this. I, 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 I thought the same thing as you. I saw the scoreline and I was like, "What? Like, <laughs> Buffalo is losing to Jacksonville? 
by a score of nine, nine to nine to six. Um, yeah, I mean, this is uh, Jacksonville's first win in the United States this this season. Uh, their previous one was in London. So, yeah, I mean, I don't. I do think it's a cause for concern because, you know, I think it's also just kind of the way that they lost. I mean, if they had lost like a, you know, like a, a high flying, a high, you know, high scoring game and, and, but they just couldn't get that, you know, they couldn't get that last, you know, touchdown or field goal to win it. I'd be less concerned, but I mean, it was still a close game, but you're only scoring six points against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, and from what I saw, like I saw, uh, I probably watched like maybe the fourth quarter of the game. Um, Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen did not look great. Um, I mean, he threw a pick late in the game. Uh, just, I don't know. I mean, and I will say I was, I mean, the Jacksonville defense looked good. I mean, you know, I'm not saying it's sustainable, but uh, I, I do think this is a cause for concern. And I think especially because if you are the Bills, I think you do have to be a little bit afraid of the, of the Patriots because they're they're really picking up steam at this point. I mean, they we'll, we'll talk about this next, but, you know, they steamrolled the Panthers this past week and um, they got the Browns this week, which will be a tough game, but you know, I think they can, I think they can win. So, yeah, I mean, you, you, you kind of in a time where this should have, should have been an easy win and you could have just, you know, picked up more, uh, you know, picked up more gain on, 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 on the rest of the, the AFC East. Um, this kind of leaves the door open a little bit. So I, I would be concerned if I was a Bills fan. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'd be too concerned. Um, the only thing that I can kind of relate to as to why they lost this game is because of how one dimensional their offense is. Mm-hmm. Um, we've brought it up in the past a ton saying that there is minimal run game for Buffalo, like zero. Um, so it's really, it really comes down to if you can figure out the pass game, which obviously is very difficult considering how many pieces Buffalo have on their offense. Um, it's it's really it's lights out from there on out and it really proved it this week Mm -hmm. um so i do think that's a cause for concern in the sense that if they want to bolster their offense that much more they really need to establish a run game because like it's it's just it's a necessity really i believe for for playoff teams to have an established run game um so i do think that's something but honestly i wouldn't be too concerned if i'm the bills um i'm sure a lot of people still have them coming out of the AFC East on top, but it's a lot tighter than it should be if you're in if you're in the Buffalo Bills shoes, yeah. right? So, I think that's something to keep an eye on. But aside from that, I wouldn't be too concerned if I'm. This is just this is the Manning cast curse, is what I'm okay, saying. Okay, so you're you're saying it's the the Manning cast curse. Okay, I'm saying it's the Manning cast curse. Yeah. Um. What? Uh, so I, Gronk went on and the Bucks lost. <laughs> uh who so, else i have i have it here yeah, so yeah. It's, it started way back when in week one uh week one there were two guests travis kelsey and russell wilson uh the chiefs lost week two and seattle lost week two so the week after they appear on the manning cast um they lose 
Yeah. Week two, Gronk shows up, loses week three. Week three, Stafford shows up, loses week four. <laughs> week seven, Tom Brady shows up, and the Bucks lose in week eight. And now Josh Allen appeared, the Bills Josh Allen, obviously, appeared on the Manning cast in week eight, and they lost week nine to Jacksonville. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to discredit. <laughs> I mean, Proof is in the pudding. Yeah. It's right in it's, front of you. Until the, until the curse is broken, I mean, can we really say it's not the Manning cast curse? We can't. Yeah. yeah. But let me ask you this, though. Do you think that it is impossible for the Patriots to, to finish atop the AFC East? Impossible, eh? <laughs> Let's see. So the Bills' remaining schedule, they got the Jets twice. Um, yeah. The Colts. But they have the Patriots twice. They too. do have the Patriots twice. They got the Bucks. They got the Falcons. They got the Panthers. So mm, let me compare it. So if I, if I head over to the Patriots now. Actually, like you know said, what? Yeah, I'm yeah. looking at the, the – the, I'll say this. The, um, the Bills definitely have an easier schedule. Yeah. Well, they got the, the Patriots, got the Browns, the Titans, Bills twice, obviously. Colts, Jaguars. Mm, okay. I'll say Let, this. Let's try and do the math here. Let's do the most crunch some numbers here. I, I, say, I, I want this to happen. So, Yeah. I'll say this. Um, I don't think it's impossible, but I think it's really going to come down to the games, obviously, where they play head to head. The first, the first meeting between these two is held in Buffalo on Monday night. And I don't want to say that that's a win for the Bills, mm-hmm. but they're favorite. They should be favorites. They should right? be favorites. Yeah, yeah, they're favorites. And I I do think that Buffalo is a better team than the Patriots, in spite mm-hmm. of how they've been playing recently. However, if the Patriots have the momentum that they have moving into future games, and they take care of business, I mean, we said it last podcast. They 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 had to lose. I think it was like. You said more than two games the rest of the way, just because of the way that the standings are are playing out. Um, So I I don't think it's impossible. Like I I do think they're capable of doing that, but like they really gotta, gotta start playing like so much, not so much better, but like better than they have been playing previously. And they just got to carry the momentum that they're on right now Mm -hmm. and take care of like those games against Jacksonville or Miami and, and teams yeah. like that. I mean, I honestly think looking at the Patriots, I mean, I think they're the games that they're most at risk of losing would be this coming week against the Browns. Um, certainly against the Titans, and also um one of the games against the Bills, I think they'll probably lose. But if they could only if they could, you know, lose if they could only if they could win two of those games. And only lose one that, you know, then I think it's, you know, I don't know. It's not impossible. Well, the way it stands now is obviously there's the division leaders and then we got the Raiders, the Steelers and the Patriots. Mm -hmm. So the Patriots, in spite of having the same record of Kansas city, Cleveland, Cincinnati and Denver, they're ahead of them. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's something to look at as well. That, that, obviously lessens 
how hard you have to play because you have the tiebreaker over them. But yeah, just win. Well, what what is the first tiebreaker? Is um, it like point differential or because they haven't? I don't think they played all those. They haven't played the Chiefs. They haven't played. I don't know. Head-to-head win, best win percentage in games okay. played within the conference. Okay. So yeah, they make, that makes sense because they've beat the Jets twice. And, yeah. yeah. So, really, how many more games? Do they have any more games against uh, – they have the Falcons, which is NFC, and that's it. Or the Yeah, the Falcons, which is just NFC. Every other game is an AFC opponent. So Yeah. Really, like, like I said, they just – they really got to take care of business. And mm-hmm. – you know, like those those games against Jacksonville and Miami, like you got to win those. That's yeah, no I'm, questions asked. And then I'm not worried about the. I'm more worried yeah. about like the Titans. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah, like the Browns. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's uh, I think we've talked about the Patriots too too long. Here. Yeah. <laughs> this is just my like podcast with the Patriots. It's the Patriots show. Yeah, and we're all just living in it. <laughs> Um, actually, I just realized our next segment is about the Patriots. It's about the Patriots. All right. Um, we'll, we'll make this brief. Um, yeah, well, just briefly the, the Pat, you know, the, the Patriots played the Panthers this past week. Um, they beat them up pretty bad. Uh, the final 24, six was the final Sam Darnold. Just, I mean, I was saying to Nate, uh, who's our, one of our two uh, Panthers fans here at OTL uh, that it, the Patriots are just Sam Darnold's kryptonite. I mean, the guy just, you know, there's that, that famous uh, clip of him, you know, the Monday night game a couple of years ago saying, I'm seeing ghosts out there. <laughs> and I think he's still seeing ghosts because, uh, you know, Tom Brady might not be playing, but my God, I mean, the guy just, he may, he may as well be because yeah, like, <laughs> He threw three interceptions. Um, also, I I uh, wanted to point out JC Jackson for the for the Pats. He changed his uh, Instagram handle to at Mister Int, which I thought really? was was pretty awesome. Yeah, that is pretty hype. So, um, anyways, yeah, we 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 talked enough about the Patriots, but I just wanted to bring that up and kind of gloat about it a little bit because we do have some Panthers fans here and. They were kind of talking some trash earlier this week, you know. Darnold McCaffrey's going to play. Well, well, it don't matter. matter. Yep, don't matter. We let the game speak for itself here on Spike. So the Pats beat them so bad they had to re-sign Cam. Just saying, which we'll talk about later. But yeah, just saying. But yeah, uh, moving on from the Patriots, uh, quite possibly one of the games of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Titans took down the Rams on Sunday night football in Los Angeles. Um, Titans improved to seven and two now and the Rams fall to seven and two. Um, did you by chance get a chance to catch them this game? I saw some of the game. Um, I don't know if I'd say it was the game of the week because it was pretty lopsided, but, um, it was like definitely one of the bigger, cause like, I mean, I know the Titans are good, but the Rams were at home. They were definitely favored going into this game. So, yeah, I was I was super shocked with this one, um, especially without Derrick Henry. 
Yep. You know, they got they got the ageless wonder Adrian Peterson, uh, you know, in the backfield. Uh, but yeah, I mean, also rematch of uh, Super Bowl 34, I think. Yeah. Where uh, the uh, St. Louis Rams ended up winning by a yard in that game. So fun little fun fact there for you guys. There you go. Fun fact of the day with Jack Brill. <laughs> Nothing but the best. I know my um, Super Bowl history. Do you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> If I were to pull up a random Super Bowl. Okay, well, <laughs> maybe not, actually. <laughs> I'm going to walk Here, that we'll back. Go. Oh, I, I was going to do Super Bowl 45, but. I know, like, I know, like, more recent. the Steelers lost, so. Mm. I know, like, recent, more recent Super Bowls. If you're giving me, like, Super Bowl, like, 12 or something, I'm probably not going to know. Okay, we'll do uh, Super Bowl 48. Okay. I think I know what Super Bowl that is. Which one is it? Is uh that would be um Seahawks Broncos. Yes, it is. Yeah. Look at this guy. <laughs> Can't sneak nothing past Jack. Nope. Bill. Let it be known. I um, know my Roman numerals. <laughs> not a, no big deal. Yeah. No big deal. I'm just a big Roman's numeral guy. Roman numerals <laughs> guy. So I seen the Star Wars movies. Yeah. <laughs> That's possibly the best movie saga. In my humble opinion, wow! Are we, are we really gonna start this? Are we? Are I we mean, doing this? <laughs> are we, are, yeah. Are we really gonna do this? Okay. Well, we'll, we'll save that. We'll save. Yeah, we'll that. save that one. Yeah. Keep that in mind. Keep that in the back of your head. Um, getting off, getting back on track to football. However, um, this was a great game from the Titans. The defense really mm-hmm. stepped up, which is interesting to me because I never took Tennessee's defense to be that good, um, in spite of the fact that they have. I think they're top five in the league in interceptions and and sacks. They're up there too. Like I think they're ahead of the Steelers in sacks. So, you know, it's interesting. But um, I think all the, the big thing to take away with this was they did all this without Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Um, and for once, the defense kind of outperformed the offense because we've seen their offense, you know, shoot the lights out in the past, and it's not nothing, not not anything new. Um, but the defense took down one of the better offenses in the league. So I think this was a huge step forward for, for the Titans. Um, And I do have a stat here for you. Um, The Titans are just one of four teams in the last 15 seasons to win four straight games against teams that made the playoffs the previous season. The three other teams that did this feat uh, went on to play in the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I mean, well, I think, Tennessee would be the number one seed in the AFC right now, right? Yes, they are. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what's there not to like about them? I, I Like, again, I think what makes it more impressive is is that they did this with a Derrick Henry. Yep. Um, you know, they're, yeah, like you said, their defense has been playing unbelievable. And uh, I would say, like, concerning for the Rams, but uh, – <laughs> They've been making a lot of um, a lot of moves lately, so I don't know. It seems like they're they're they're, they're I think I think they'll be okay. They'll be all right. Yeah, it's okay. So let me ask you this: uh, Where are you ranking the tight the Titans in terms of how far they can go? Um, 
I mean, well, you know, I mean, they went to the AFC Championship game a couple of years ago. Um, I definitely think they could get back there again. Um, yeah, I, I think they're Super Bowl contenders. I mean, if you beat a team like the Rams on the road, you beat a team like Buffalo a couple of weeks ago. Um, Kansas City. Kansas City. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you – those are very good teams that you're, you're beating. So I, I absolutely think they could – they could go to the Super Bowl, and if they, if they get you know if they finish with that number one seed, then they they get to play at home. They get the bye, so I think they're sitting pretty right now. Yeah, I I agree. I I think if they have home field advantage, nothing is off the table. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just gonna get a rematch of the hopefully uh, the Ravens. Well, hopefully it's the Steelers, but we might get a rematch <laughs> of uh, the Ravens and Titans. In uh, playoffs yet again, this is a nice little rivalry they got brewing. Yeah, so that'd be that'd be a game to see for sure. Well, right now the um, the, if the playoffs started today, I think the Patriots would play the Ravens. Right, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, or no, the, Raven, the Ravens are the number two seed. Yes, and the Ra- um the Ravens, the Patriots are so they would be is that five or six? Seven. I lied. So wait, no, they'd play Tennessee then, wouldn't they? Or am I? I don't know. I don't even know this, how these new playoffs work. This is how professional we are on the show. Just, I love it. Just, this is a professional best in the show, business. guys. Best yeah. in the business. Yeah. What's not to like? Um, but I don't Prepared. know. If, if they, if they, if the Patriots did play the Ravens, I would be very afraid of that because uh, the the Patriots do not have a good record against the Ravens in the playoffs. Um, yeah. I mean, just just looking at it now, because. I, I, correct. I think I'm. I think I'm right on this. But so there's seven total teams that make the playoffs. There's the four division winners, and then there's the three wild cards. Uh, my best bet would be that the number one seed gets the bye. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Two plays seven. Three plays five. Yeah. You're right. Or yeah. And yeah. So they would play the Ravens. Yes. Yeah. They would play the Ravens. But yes. So yeah, we're not that unprofessional. It's, yeah. We, we're just bad at math. That's we're like, just bad at math. That's all. <laughs> that's why. That's why we're in the industry. Yeah. No, no math for us. Um, yeah. Oh, also, I wanted to bring this up quick, quickly about Kansas City. Um, mm-hmm. Give Jordan Love's mom oh and my girlfriend give him some better tickets for crying out loud. What is that? That was ridiculous, man. It was like the last bro in the stadium. I saw I saw a meme. It was like uh, like an aerial uh, photo of, yeah. of Arrowhead, and it was like this is where Jordan Love's mom. Yeah. Was what is that? Give Give the guy give him some better tickets for crying out loud. That was horrendous. Like literally as far away from the field yeah, as you the possibly last row possible. Yeah. Like you you turn around and you see outside of the stadium. Yeah. It was ridiculous, but yeah, like the, the camera was like zooming in and it was yeah, like, they had to. Like, yeah. Because you can like, see where is she? Yeah. Yeah. She's like, oh, wow. just look up there and squint, and then you might be able to see her. Like, yeah, that was just just give That's your dis- fans give disrespectful give family privileges here. Give them some better yeah. tickets. I know it's an away game, but come on. That was brutal. That was horrible. I I'd turn him down at that point and be like, no, I'll, I'll go to like a. <laughs> I'll watch. Like, I'll watch the game on TV. Yeah. Yeah, like I'll go tailgate in the parking lot if it comes to that. Like, gosh. Anyways, uh, moving on. I want to talk about the Steelers quickly because uh, they barely beat the Bears. Yeah, I and, mean, I, uh, I, I had I picked Steelers this week in in the in our survivor pool. So. Oh yeah. I was kind of shitting my pants a little bit here. Yeah, sweating um, a little bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
but they ended up pulling it out. Thankfully. Um, yeah, I, I don't think they played great, obviously. I thought they got really lucky with some of the calls that the refs were giving them because well, we, some we, of them we, were brutal. Yeah, we got to talk about the, um, the, taunting. the taunting call. That was ridiculous. In my yeah, opinion. I, I think the ref went back and backtracked, and he said that the reason he gave him the taunting call was because of obviously he, he made the play and then he looks over to the Steelers. He looks for the bench. Yeah. So, like, is, is that enough to throw a flag? I don't see, think but so. This, this is the thing. This is the part that, that I'm confused about is because he said he, so the ref claims that's why he threw the flag. Yeah. But if you watch the video, mm-hmm. okay, I don't, I'm not, I can't recall his name, but that defensive player, I think it's Marsh, Chicago. something Marsh, Marsh. Yes, Marsh. So he's, he's running off the field, obviously, because it's fourth down. And the ref kind of like hip checks him. Yeah, he right? bumps, he backs into him. So he, he backs into him. So yeah. Marsh keeps running off the field. The ref looks over at him and then he throws the flag. Well, I think he, to be fair, I think he, he was starting to throw right before like his hand was moving down to, to pick the flag up. Like as he was bumping into him. Yeah. But like what, I, what I'm saying is like, if, if he's claiming that the taunting call is because he, you know, taunted the bench, like, I don't understand what took so long and why. Because the way the yeah. video depicts it is like he wouldn't have thrown that flag until he bumped into him. And he didn't even bump into him. The ref, like, backed yeah. into him. So I don't understand. Like, like he was like Marsh was walking towards the Chicago sideline by the time yeah. he threw the flag. So it was weird. Yeah. Either, either way, even if it even if it had nothing to do with him bumping into him and it was just because of the looking at the bench, I just think the taunting rule is so stupid because, like, oh, yeah. And I, I, I saw this on my Instagram earlier today. Funnily enough, it was a Cam Newton video when he was with with uh, Carolina, and it was like he after he scored this touchdown, and it was like, you know, he was like doing all these dances, and the you know the Titans players were they were playing the Titans were like, you know, getting in his face, and there was no flag, and it's like now that would be like immediately somebody would because it was so blatant like he's like yeah. looking at him right in the face but yeah. it's like who cares like I listen i get like you know you gotta like you know respect the integrity of the game but like that's why they call it the no fun league man you know <laughs> see like if, if somebody scores a touchdown and they're kind of like in your face like okay i can kind of justify throwing a flag for that because like i think there is a line but yeah there's a line but i don't think it's i don't think they're being way too strict Exactly. Like, for example, something like that, that happened on Monday, that, that 10 times out of 10, that is not no. taunting. Like, realistically, he was 20, 20 feet, maybe, away from the bench. What could he have possibly said yeah. that, you know, by the rules of taunting is like, you know, endangers the players or, or whatever yeah. it would be. So that that I, I don't understand. Um, like I said, 10 times out of 10, I don't think that's, that's a taunting. Yeah, call. I just don't get it. Because, like, at the end of the day, like, you're, you're watching to be entertained and it's like why are we trying to be like so serious about this you know what i mean like i don't know yeah. it's just but anyways uh w- one thing i did want to say about the game too is I-, I actually was pretty impressed with justin fields um he made some great uh accurate deep throws late yeah. in the game and they actually did score to uh take the lead but they they just uh scored too early so yeah but honestly, at the end of the game, too, like he was driving down the field. If he had a little bit more time, 
they would have moved yeah, he, closer into he, field yeah. range, right? So yeah, yeah, I, I I agree. Fields did did look pretty good. He was making some good reads out there, and even like scrambling out of the pocket, um, mm-hmm. he was looking pretty sharp. I think um, he probably needs to um, go through his progressions more, like try and make something happen down the field before. Like I think he's too quick to just okay, I'm gonna run. Like yeah. he's got it, you know what I mean? But um yeah. obviously he's I think he's I actually I do think he has a lot of potential. I just think you know it's gonna take a while for him to get used to the NFL game, but I think this is probably the best game he's played in the NFL so far. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as for the Steelers case, a couple things I want to point out. One, uh, I'll look at the positives first. Um, I love how they're utilizing the tight end because um, it's like an old school vintage Steelers look to kind of just mm-hmm. give it to the big guy and let him go fight for the ball up there. So I, I really like how they're utilizing Firemuth. Um, I, I'm really enjoying that. And it's it's paying off because he's a good player. You know, he's 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 got good hands and he's pretty good in the run in the run block. So um, I love how they're utilizing him. Uh, one thing I'm not a fan of is the play calling because it seems like way too many times, for example, on, on third down, um, they call a jet sweep after calling it like a play before or two plays before. So like, I, I understand that it's effective and like, you know, it's pretty common on the Steelers playbook, but it's like, there's a time and a place. And I really don't think after running it, you know, two mm-hmm. plays prior on a third down that you're going to run it again. Like, I really don't think that. And even, even third down, like they would just run it up the gut with Harris, with Harris mm-hmm. and like, like, sure. Like I get it. It's third and short, but I think for example, play action would be the way to go there because you just finished running the ball, handing it off, whether it's a jet sweep or whether it's off to Harris, you just finished handing it off two or three times in a row. And now, you know, the defense is going to run commit and you just lob one over their heads, like a little, it doesn't have to be crazy, which is another thing that they do. It's like third and short and they're throwing like 30 yard bombs down the field. Like, just the five yard or simple eight yard slant and like yeah. you set it downs and, and go at it. So that, uh, that kind of bugs me a little bit because it would have made the game a lot easier than it, than it was. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, they did win, um, took care of business against a below average team. Yeah. So happy to see that. And I think this is like their 17th win in a row on Monday night football at home. That's crazy. crazy like that. Yeah. So, did you see the uh, Najee Harris uh, ESPN post game interview, De- Deportes interview? Yeah. Oh yeah, the Spanish was, one. Yeah, that was great. He started singing Feliz Navidad and yeah, <laughs> some other Spanish songs. But yeah, he like uh, he really know. he really wanted to like speak Spanish, but like he just does he just doesn't. So he's like, uh, yeah, Feliz Navidad. You know, <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah gotta love him so wholesome yeah he, he he seems like a great guy um so the the last two things we're going to talk about are kind of some more um recent developments within the nfl some 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 moves going on uh obviously last week uh we had von miller go to the rams in a surprising move and this week, uh, I just, I mean, I saw this, I, I, you know, I saw this notification pop up my phone and I'm like, are you, are you fucking serious? Like <laughs> the, like the Rams, like of all the teams, like they're just, they just have like every good player in the NFL now. Like, yep. 
OBJ is going to be their number three wide receiver. So that's just, just let that sink in for yeah, just that yeah. sentence alone is kind of absurd. But what do you what do you think of this move? I mean, the only thing that you know has me concerned is like I saw a post and it was like, you know, Deshaun Jackson just went to Vegas because he wasn't getting enough targets, and OBJ just left Cleveland because he wasn't getting enough targets. So maybe you know, hopefully something's different. If you're a Rams fan, obviously you want OBJ to be involved in the game. Um, you know, I do think Matthew Stafford's a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. No shade on Baker, but um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't see, I don't see how this could really be a bad move for the Rams. I mean, obviously their defense is re- like ridiculously stacked, um, and now they're they're just building their offense. I mean, you got Stafford, you got Cooper Cup, you got um Robert Woods and now you got OBJ it's just nuts yeah I'm I'm in the same boat um I do think that this move obviously benefits them clearly because their number three wide receiver is experienced and the only thing that I have is like you know the whole reason like you said OBJ wasn't happy in Cleveland was because he wasn't getting enough targets because he wanted to be that number one guy yeah but He's not going to be the number one guy. He's yeah, not exactly. Be the two guy on the Rams. So my it is a weird is, move. Yeah, my whole thing is like if if OBJ is willing to change that attitude, there's no reason why the Rams won't benefit this mm-hmm. benefit from this tremendously um, because their receiving core is great this year, and even without him, like Jefferson, I believe Van Jefferson is uh, mm-hmm. one of the second year, I believe second year in the league. Like he's been playing good this year. He's reliable. Yep. So. Like I said, if OBJ is is willing to make that transition to not being greedy, um, I think it'll really it's it's obviously going to really help the Rams because they have a good thing going on. And what's what's crazy to me is the fact that you know everybody's obsessing over all these moves that they're making, and right and rightfully so. But the, everybody's ex- obsessing over the over the moves that they're making, and they're not even the best team in their division, mm-hmm. right? So that just goes to prove like how much potential this team has. And I'd hate to see a guy come in with an attitude like OBJ and, and, you know, ruin it. Yeah. So I think this, this move goes as far as OBJ goes. Mm -hmm. If he's willing to change, then I see no reason why this, this move isn't going to work out. And if not, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's just crazy to me how much, talent the ran i mean how much they're in win now mode right because like they literally have they've traded away almost all their their picks they're important like you know you know important picks for for the for the next couple of years so we'll see how it goes um like you said though they're not they're not even the best team in their division but you know that that can change um the other move that i wanted to talk about was uh cam newton coming back to carolina uh you know Obviously, um, I guess Sam Darnold's going to be out for a while. And, uh, you know, me and Rob talked about PJ Walker, Houston Roughnecks legend. Uh, yes, sir. But I mean, I don't know. I know he's played a couple of downs, but I think he'll, I don't know if Cam will be ready to, I don't think he'll be ready to play this week. So probably PJ gets a start this week. But um, I like the move bringing back Cam. Um, 
I think they signed him for like $10 million though, which is a lot yeah. of money. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know that that seemed cause I mean, he was making like a million, a million a year when he was with the Patriots. Um, the, the thing I'll say, I mean, if they're just keeping him for a backup role or, you know, just while Darnold is out, then it's a lot of money to spend, but, I don't know. I just like when he was with, cause I watched him obviously a lot when he was with the Patriots. And uh, I mean, he was like, he, he looked better in the preseason this year. Um, but like, I don't think if people are expecting, you know, him going back to Carolina and it's going to be that like, you know, 2015 era MVP cam, I think they're going to be sorely mistaken, but I hope it works out. I mean, I think it's a great fit, obviously. Um, it's kind of poetic for him to go back there, but we'll see how it goes. We'll see what kind of, I don't, I don't know what role they're trying to, you know, they're going to use him as right. I think maybe what it is, is like, I don't know. I, I, I don't think the Panthers are like, you know, playoff hopefuls. I know Mm -hmm. they're a game out, but like, I don't know. It's just with the, with the way the season has been going and just like how it started and where they're at right now. I think the way they're playing too is just yeah. Plus, bad. I believe the back the back end of the schedule is pretty tough. Like they got Arizona coming up yeah. this week, uh, the Bills, the Buccaneers twice, uh, the Saints. So yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry Nate, <laughs> sorry Tyler, but uh, mm, it's yeah. I don't know. It's it's gonna take a whole lot of. I'm gonna put a hot take right now that they're not gonna make the playoffs. Hot take, but I don't think that's a hot take, though. Well, when it's is when it? it's said on this show, it's a hot. It becomes it's a, a hot, hot take. take. Yeah. It's a hot take. So there you go. Um, like I said, I if this is just like a substitution for in the meantime, I I like the move because it's like, who else were they really going to go to? Yeah. But if I, I I don't think if they're looking to be a contending team, that sticking with Cam is the way to go. No. no. So. But has Darnold played great over the no. last couple of weeks? No, he hasn't. So maybe that's something to look to free agency or the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, we'll see how the rest of the season unfolds. Because if Cam is playing good and the Panthers start improving, then there's no reason why yeah. he shouldn't stick around, right? So it's all just a lot of money to be playing your back. It is paying your backup. Yeah, it is. So that's. Maybe that's an indication of they have bigger and better intentions yeah. for them. I don't know. Um, yeah, the, I think that'll just about wrap up our the uh, headlines that we're going to talk about this week. Um, so we're going to move on to our weekly segment where we talk about our survivor pool. So last week I picked the Steelers who won by, uh, by a very close margin. And Rob, you picked the Dolphins. Who I forget who the who did the Dolphins play last week? Houston. Oh, of course. Yeah, it was the battle of the one and seven. <laughs> How could I forget? Yeah, it was a it was a great it was a great win in my opinion because there are quite a few upsets last week. I mean, mm-hmm. Dallas obviously losing to Denver is a big upset. Um, Buffalo losing to Jacksonville is a big upset. So, and the Rams is another upset. So, yep. It was good to kind of sneak in under the radar and just uh, secure another week. What are you thinking about for this week? 
I got a couple picks lined up. Okay. First one, and I'm probably going to go with this. However, I am a little scared. If you look over my my shoulder here, what do you see? I see the Pittsburgh Steelers logo. Pittsburgh Steelers logo. I think I'm going to go with them. I am Um, a little scared because of how they played last week. But yeah, but it's the Lions. It's I mean, the Lions. If they can barely, if they can barely beat the Bears, they can probably beat the Lions by a decent margin. I'd lo- love that logic. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I love that. That just that just sold me. So I'm going with the Steelers this week at home against Detroit. I don't think there's really any question about that. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm I've a I, I'm thinking of a couple of different things here. Um, I like the Ravens. Uh, they're playing tonight in a couple hours uh, when we're from when we were recording. Um, I like the Ravens. I like the Titans, but I kind of want to save them for later. I don't want to. I don't. I don't think I want to use them yet. Um, other than that, hmm. I would say the Colts, but I mean, maybe Jacksonville's like Jacksonville might be on kind of a hot streak. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to go there. Um, and then, yeah, I'm, I'm really feeling, uh, I'm really feeling the Ravens this week. I don't know. I, I, I don't hate Denver. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, that's not a, yeah, they're at home too. Like if I had to pick another team except the Steelers, because I'm I'm honestly like I'm I'm pretty scared for the Steelers because next week they're taking on the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Like I think it might be a little bit of a trap game. But at the end of the day, like it's the line. Okay, I'm talking about the Steelers. I'm just overthinking this and making it a lot worse than it needs to be. <laughs> so yeah. Ravens is a good pick. I also don't hate the Denver Broncos. So hmm. Yeah, I'm between I'm between the Ravens and and the Titans, honestly. It's another good uh, pick. Yeah, I just don't know if I want to use them yet. Um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Titans. Okay. Yeah. There you have it. We've hit. We've, hit, we've, we've eclipsed the halfway mark. Yeah, I, I actually I, I can't believe I'm we're both so impressed. I I can't believe it, but hey. It just goes to show we know what we're talking about. So, kind of. Why? So. Why don't we? Have, why don't we have money riding on this? Like, yeah. <laughs> because if we did, we'd start losing. That's yeah, exactly. Just how it goes. We we start overthinking it way too much. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's how it goes. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, I'll, I'll just. I guess I'll save the Ravens for for another week. So. Yeah. So we got the, the Titans and the Steelers. I think there both pretty good. Pretty good. I think was, yeah, pretty safe. We've been rolling at this point. If we, if I, okay, knock on wood. Yeah. If we lose at this point, like I'm, I'm gonna be pretty upset. Like I'm gonna be genuinely like. I know because we made it this far, but yeah. Because we've we there's been some close games. Oh my god, we 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 keep saying it. Like, remember the remember the 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 Raiders game that um the Dolphins in overtime. Yeah. That was crazy, and like. I'm I'm just looking at like my side because like you have made some safer picks, but still like, you know, 
the drama is still there. But like I had the yeah. Raiders in overtime, the Bengals against Jacksonville, the Vikings yep. on a walk-off field goal. Like you know, the <laughs> Dolphins game last week. Like I was watching some of this game and I was like, it wasn't even a matter of like who's gonna win. It was a matter of who's gonna turn the ball over last. Yeah. Because it was just an oh my gosh, it was just brutal. Like they're struggling to get to like the 50 yard line. And then when somebody scored a touchdown, it was like, oh my gosh, like somebody was walking on water. Like, yeah, it was just, it was, it was crazy, but we got out of the way. Week 10, here we come. Was that when you picked the Seahawks, was that the game they won against the saints? No, it was against uh, Jacksonville. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, it was that one where they won like 10, seven or something. Yeah. <laughs> I no. think. Yeah, no, it was against uh, it was against Jacksonville. So I think I think I'm gonna develop a strat where it's just like whoever's playing Jacksonville or like the Jets or the Lions, like <laughs> it's a it's a pretty good pick because yeah, I, I took the Pats against the Jets, I took the Seahawks against the Jets, often against Houston, and now the Steelers against the Lions. So I don't know. You know what? I I'm thinking about I'm thinking about changing my pick here. I don't know. Oh. I, I, I'm thinking about going back to the Ravens. I don't – I just – I feel like I want to save Tennessee for, like – can I do that? Can I, yeah. did I already lock it in? No, no. We're going to send it to the officials now. Yeah. We're going to send it to Mr. Survivor Pool himself. <laughs> I make – it's my show. It's our show. Make the rules. I, call, I call the shots here. Yeah. Thank you very much. It would be funny if you were just like, no, Jack, you can't do that. It's no, over. No, you can't. Sorry. Show's done. Pack your bags. No. All right. So I mean, I'm going I'm going with the Ravens. Ravens. Yeah. Okay. They're both they're both safe picks, but yeah. If you're looking to save, then yeah. And there you have it. Okay. Well, I think that'll just about wrap up the 15th episode of Spike, the OTL football podcast. Um I'll leave all of our uh, social links as always in the description, links to all the OTL pages. Um, I know we just recently had a new uh, football article out um, written by one of our new writers about um, a possible NFL team in Toronto. Um, so pretty interesting idea. Definitely check that one out. Um, just go to the uh, over the line sports website and you can find uh, that article along with many others about many other sports. Um, yeah. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, follow it, like it, give it a rating. Um, tell your friends join Spike Nation, and that's about it. Unless you have anything else to say, no. Just uh, like you said, new article: basketball seasons in full swing, hockey seasons in full swing. Going to be tons of stuff coming out about that. Um, that's about it, really. It's only so much. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that'll uh, that'll just about do it. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good one.